I'm Dinah Harris, director of the Jackson Madison County Library in Jackson, Tennessee, and you're listening to our podcast, Opening Doors. Today I have with me Zoe Pride, one of my tech services librarians, Jennifer Kilburn, my children's services librarian, and Shane Plunk, our circulation services librarian. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hello. And uh, we're all new to podcasting still, as you will be able to tell, but we have a lot of good information we want to share with y'all. During the quarantine, we we had already had a lot of social media presence ever since I came. I already had Zoe Pride on board. She was very tech-minded, very into the latest um, ways of reaching people through technology, and she'd already been working on our website and making it much, much better. But we also started adding other things because our motto is kind of what I heard someone else say uh, last week. It's reach as many people as you can in many ways as you can, as often as you can. And so that's what we're trying to do. And during the quarantine, we realized even more so the importance of that. Our motto at the library is reaching people through technology, literacy, and community. Well, technology and literacy are pretty easy for us to manage even through the quarantine, but the community aspect of it was one that we really had to work on and figure out. We want to talk about some of those things we did today. We'll start with uh, Jennifer because she was one of our main ones during the quarantine. Jennifer did some videos. Tell us about the videos that you did while we were in quarantine. Well, I was stuck in the house with alone with my three-year-old son and so I had already decided I would do some online story times and it occurred to me that I was probably not the only one stuck in the house alone with little kids and feeling lonely and so I decided to let Abram do it with me. He is very very eager to help, very eager to be on camera and eager to get attention so Mm -hmm. he was an easy co-host for our online story times we did many maybe 20 some odd videos and tried to just reach kids but also their parents and yeah I think the parents enjoyed it as much as the children uh, one of your videos got how many I, I can't remember it was unbelievable 3900 because if yeah. it had a hit 4,000 it would have been viral Yeah, it was a lot, but it was so sweet because you would always start out the story time with, you would say, Hi, you remember me. It's Miss Jennifer from the library. And And Abram Abram would would say, say, And you remember me. It's Abram from home. (laughs) It was so sweet. I know even one of our Tennessee Room librarian, which has not been into social media at all, he finally got on Facebook during that time. We all just about fainted. And, um, and he was watching the videos and enjoying. They meant so much to him uh, to hear Abrams. Yeah, he would voice. even respond um, yeah. to some of yeah. my questions on there. I got emails from from adults as well saying, I found the letter Q, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, that was really <laughs> neat. And I think that, I mean, that was a great response during the quarantine when you could not come into the library and be a community uh, like we were used to doing. That was a great substitute for it. Of course, nothing's like actually being in the room with live people that uh, in a better day we could hug and <laughs> things like that, which be a long time probably before we start doing that again. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much for doing that because I think it was a great hit and it would meant a lot to a lot of people, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and you also, those were on Facebook, 
But you mm -hmm. also put them on YouTube, didn't you? Yeah, most of them are also on YouTube. Yeah. I had some trouble uploading a few to yeah. YouTube, so not all of them, but most of them are on YouTube. Yeah, and we have a lot of different social media sources, but one of the reasons that we posted uh, the videos on both was that, you know, Facebook, you definitely have to have an adult, you're supposed to have an adult uh, account there. You can't have a child's account. Am I correct on that? I am correct right. on that, right? You're not. You're supposed to be a certain right. age technically yeah. to be on mm -hmm. Facebook. So you put them on YouTube because a lot of children do have access, more access to YouTube than they do Facebook. So. Right. Well, I don't really like to just hand over my phone right. to look at videos that are on Facebook. Right. So, but we have YouTube on the TV. Oh, okay. So he can watch those videos oh, we made, yeah. and he does watch yeah. them over and over and over <laughs> on our television. Right. So I don't have to give him, hand him over my phone. So that would be a good reason to have them on YouTube as well as Facebook. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. And we did, um, also during that time, we tried to think of ways to reach our teens, which, you know, was a little bit more difficult because that age group just by nature is, is more difficult. But uh, Jessie's not with us today, and I will be meeting with her in the next week or two and letting you hear from her. But I just wanted to mention that she did start a TikTok account. I, I don't know. Do you count on channels? What do you call TikTok? Channels or just... I don't want to sound old when I say, like, the Twitter and <laughs> the TikTok. You can laugh out loud. <laughs> but um, so she started TikTok, whatever you want to call it. And it's under JMC Library Teen Room. So if you go on TikTok, hunt for JMC Library Teen Room, and you'll be able to find. I don't think she has a lot yet, but she has some really cute ones I've seen. She showed them to me. And on the YouTube channel, it is Jackson Madison County Library. Just search for Jackson Madison County Library, and you'll find our um, our YouTube channel there. She also Jesse also started a Discord server for the teens, and I'm going to wait and let her tell you more about that when we meet with her. But we're trying. It's you know like a private group there where the teens that use our room can come together and talk with each other. And I thought that was a wonderful way to create a, some community as well. And we'll let her tell you more about that next week. But don't forget TikTok, JMC Library, Teen Room, and YouTube, Jackson Madison County Library. Alrighty. And then, Shane, you also helped with YouTube. Tell us some of the stuff you did on that. So we are doing some summer writing um, as opposed to summer reading. Um, with the theme of summer reading being Imagine Your Story, we're trying to encourage people of all ages, whether it's you know our pre-readers, our kids, teens, and adults, to start doing some story writing. So I've been posting with Jennifer, Jesse, and Jensi um, videos for each age group on how to write stories or novels. Awesome. So I decided to go ahead and put those on YouTube, um, mostly because there are a lot of resources that we can include with writing. Um, so in the descriptions there, I can add links to things that will help them even more. Oh, okay. It's a little harder to do on Facebook. That's a great idea. Um, so we're gonna be continuing to do that throughout the whole summer. Are they already posted now? The, the we are doing one a week. One a week, okay. um, So we have different topics that we're gonna cover for each different age group. Um, so they're not all posted, but we are trying to post them every Saturday. Okay. All the way through the end of July. Great. That's great. 
Well, I'm really glad that you're involved this summer helping them uh, with that. I know you're passionate about writing, which is one of our big, big components of our summer reading program this year because of us having to do so much of it digitally, you know. So thanks, Shane. That's great. I want to mention a few other social media sources that we're using, although the people that are actually doing the majority of posting on those are not with us. Our North Branch manager, Brooke Smith, is in charge of our Instagram account. So if you are into Instagram, you can search for at JMC Library, at JMC Library, and you can find our Instagram account. Uh, we also have a Pinterest for the ones of you that still love Pinterest. I'm the one that posts on that, and uh, I'm going to try to be better at that because sometimes I've slacked a little bit. So search for JMCL Director, JMCL Director. Uh, you will find boards on genealogy, free ebooks, apps that are useful, sites for kids, local websites, free education, and many, many more. But um, Pinterest at JMCL Director. Also, we have a Twitter account. Jency uh, does most of the posting on that. It's at JMC Read at JMC Read. You know what I like about this is that we've kind of divided it up where a lot of different people are working on the different things. Our Facebook, you can search for Jackson Madison County Library or if you do facebook.com it would be slash JMC Library and there's quite a few of us that are working on uh, keeping the Facebook post up. And I have a group just for parents, JMCL Kids. And that one is a group, not a page. Right. JMC Kids. JMCL Kids. JMCL Kids, thank you. So JMCL Kids is a group if you have children and would like to join that group. And that is a, a really good idea to do that because if something happens and we're short-staffed one day and you have to call off story time, that's where you usually post that at. Mm -hmm. Of course, we probably post it on our Facebook page too. But pages get sort of yeah. filtered out yes. of your feed, but groups will always right. come up at top. Especially if you're a member of that group already, yeah. So don't forget to, to uh, join that group. Jennifer, also, we just started something new that we're, we're excited about because I want you to tell our audience what we're doing and what even caused us to do it. Well, I was thinking about this summer and how we're having to do things virtually, and I'm missing a lot of the kids that uh, usually come in during the summer. And I know that not all of them have internet access, not all the time. Um, so when I was a kid and didn't have internet access, because it was many decades ago, I remember every Saturday morning after the cartoons, I would dial a number here in Jackson which I know now is the library's number. And then I would lay on the floor and listen to a librarian read a story. And I don't know, when you're little, something like that seems really exciting. And um, so I've had lots of people over the years come in asking if we could bring that back. So this seemed like a good time to bring that back. Um, and so now we have it. We have just started it. Um, you could call the library's phone number. Which is? 731-425-8600. Yep. And you oh, hit... 425-8600. 
You want to help me? Okay. You told me I wasn't allowed to sing. No, you can sing. Oh. Okay. Um. <laughs> it's, Man, they're just balking on me. Everybody's like, well, that chicken biggest thing. Okay, go ahead. 731-425-8600, and you hit extension three. That's right. And then I will update the stories weekly. If it becomes really popular, I'll do it more often than that. But at least weekly, and you can... Uh, kids can listen to a little story. Right now, it's some funny poems that um, I liked. I'm still experimenting with it. Mm-hmm. So, call that. And you know what's so neat about it to me is I know that kids love, if they love someone, the sound of their voice, it just means a lot to hear it. Mm-hmm. So the kids that are that know you and love you from story time, they can dial that number and hear your voice, mm-hmm. you know, and it's... To me, it would be, I would think it would be a great comfort to yeah. them, you know, yeah. so um, I love I love the way that you talk to the children. I've been impressed with that ever since I met you when I came here, so thank, thank you, you for that idea and carrying it out. And of course, we've started the podcast now, and this is going to be a way to help keep you informed on, you know, so many people call and say, what, what are you doing now? What's the status? Are the doors open? Or whatever, and so... We'll use this podcast to keep you updated on as we go through the phases of reopening. But also in the meantime is our tech librarian, one of our tech librarians. We have two now, but Zoe has been here for quite a while. She, she's been here longer than I have. Six years? Eight years. Ooh, that's right, because I've been here seven. Yep. Time flies. Okay. So Zoe is in charge of our website. And... And you've done a great job on that, Zoe, because I've just kept kind of tweaking it and thinking about the ADA laws, making it easy for people to to find the things without having to do so many clicks, stuff Mm -hmm. you wouldn't even think about that we actually... Yeah, well, um, with the... It's kind of a one-click procedure policy that, I mean, you want to be able to access the website. You want to be able to click once to get to everything. So that's kind of what we're doing. It's... Mm now, when I started, it was hosted through the private company that we were with when I started here, and I kind of wiggled my way in and got access to it then and was updating it through them. And then, of course, Dinah comes in, and we just completely revamped the whole thing and get it hosted on our own servers, which was great. Right, because you could go in there, and, and you've been doing a great job while we were closed as well during the quarantine trying to keep it posted like where we're at on there as well yeah and and you've added all these things like people can click contact us mm-hmm. if they've got a concern and it will send an email straight to me yeah and if they want to request a book it'll go straight to Whitney and she'll disperse it as needed either mm-hmm. it's an ebook an e-audio book right. if she has to do an interlibrary loan or if it needs it's a book that needs to be ordered mm-hmm. she can send it to either Shane myself um, or she'll get it for the interlibrary loan right and then the the other thing that's really been a big, a big, big deal during this quarantine is the library card services that we've done. Yes, on um, we've got to sign up for an actual library card where you would come in, you'd sign up for it, you'd fill in all the blanks, and then you'd just bring your ID in and a proof of address if it was an out of state or out of county ID and be able to just pick up your library card. Um, But of course, we also have the e-card service, which allows you to um, sign up for an e-card and access our online resources or e-resources such as Hoopla, 
um, Overdrive Reads, Libby, um, Universal Class, right. which is online learning. Um, basically, anything under our e-resources page, you can access with one of our e-cards. Right. And that, that was like one of the best ideas, our e-card. We actually started the e-cards years ago. I actually started that probably, oh man, I've been here seven years. It's at least 10 years ago I started that in Lexington when mm -hmm. I was there. And that is so convenient because if you can't come in the library, chances are you're not going to be checking out physical items anyhow. Correct. So if you just want access to our e-resources, you know, you can just, it's as simple as taking a picture of your ID with your with your phone. Yep. Almost everybody's got a phone, a camera on their phone. They can just take a picture, upload it, even on your phone, onto our webpage on mm -hmm. that. And then we'll just email you the number you can use. Right. And if you live, work, go to school, or own property in Madison County, that's free. Anybody free. else has to pay $25 a year, and that's uh, since they're not paying, you know, property taxes in Madison County. That is to help pay for the cost of the databases, and I can tell you right now that I would happily pay $25 for one of our cards because the e-resources alone, uh, and we saw them go up a lot during the quarantine, didn't we, the usage? Um, for reads, it went up at least a 1,000 checkouts. And that um, brought us up to about 8,000? 8,000 8, a month. Yeah. Um, uh, e close to 9,000. It was actually like only 100 off of 9,000. Wow. For Hoopla, which is our newest database, we checked out almost 1,000 during the month of May wow. or April sorry April because we were totally closed the whole month of yes. April so and I'm going to bring you back for another show where we just talk about the e-resources mm -hmm. where you can go into greater depth on yeah. them but I do want you know I wanted people to know today that it's there and Zoe's here every day Monday through Friday so if you need assistance um, we have apps tell them the apps we have that that would go with these resources well you have the Hoopla app which you can download onto any smart device including your TV your tablet your phone even Alexa can or Google can access it you can say hey Alexa turn on Hoopla <laughs> and you can access reads through Overdrive or Libby on your tablet phone um, or your computer and let me tell you reads is regional ebook and audiobook download system so it's where you go to get your ebooks and audiobooks Okay. Yes, and magazines. And magazines, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, and there's some of the best ones on there, like Food Network. That's the one I always look Home at. Home and Garden. Home and Garden, yeah. Uh, Billboard was Billboard, just recently yeah. added. So there's really good magazines, okay? Um, as far as the apps, that's kind of what we have on apps. Uh, we also have Read Squared, sorry. That is for our summer reading program. Right. And... I believe in the last podcast, Jensie talked about yes, that. Yes, she did. Mm -hmm. So How to access it. Mm -hmm. If you want help with that, you probably could ask for either Jensie, Jesse, or Jennifer. But any of the other ones, Zoe is our, yeah. our main one on that. Although most of our staff are into into yeah. them, so most anybody could help you to a certain and level. And there's also uh, help uh, how-to videos on our website about how to get to it. Oh, very good. Yeah, under our yeah. summer reading uh, tab. Very good. And I know Jensie did one during the summer on how to use Hoopla. Is that on the website or is that Facebook? It's still on the website. It's okay. under our uh, video staff videos. Staff videos. Yes. Okay. She also did some cooking videos during the quarantine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so cooking are, videos yeah. and many, many, many uh, other videos by other members of the staff, which right. was great. All right. So one last thing I did fail to mention a while ago on the podcast. You know, the name of our podcast is Opening Doors. But we've been informed that there are quite a few called opening doors. So we want to just tell everybody to be sure. And if you're listening to it, you've already found it. 
But if you tell anybody else how to find it, tell them to look for Jackson Madison County Library, and then it will say our title is Opening Doors, and it has our logo there. So just uh, please share it, because we would really like for everybody to, to know about it, because this will be one of our best ways of keeping people informed on all the wonderful things at the library. And if we don't have anything new to talk about, We'll tell you about some stuff you probably don't know that we're doing. And also, I want you to have a chance to meet my wonderful staff here at the library. We're just a great team that works together. So can you all think of anything else um, that's a pretty long list of what we're doing virtually or digitally for people? But we know as we're opening the physical doors again, um, we're still going to do this because we know there's still a lot of people. Until there's a vaccine, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be very cautious about getting out in public, and uh, we want to use these resources to try to help you, which is what the library does, open doors to a better life and opening doors to information to help you have a better life. So just feel free to reach out to us any of these ways. Until next time. Bye. 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 Bye.